Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 5, Episode 2. Today we're talking about My Demon Lover from 1987, directed by Charlie Loventhal. I'm Joel Escola. And I'm Sean O'Rourke. Welcome to the dumpster. Can you feel it? Can you feel the love that's in the air? It's like uh what's the what's the term? Static electricity. Oh yeah, it's crackling. All, it's all tingly and shit. Yeah, it's like the the leaves when the uh the weather gets cold, you go outside, <laughs> what's that sound? What's that sound? It's like that. It's that, that crackly sound, but it's love. Yeah. Well, it it's the Your heart your heart grows five five <laughs> times, Joe. <laughs> like the fucking Grinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why it's not? That, it's like a, it's like a warm summer breeze that envelopes you, right? Caresses your body. All wrapped in a uh, you know, Russell Stover's uh, box of chocolates. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> with a with a fucking red bow on it. Uh, yeah. You know, life, Joe. <laughs> some people say. Not everybody, but some people do say it's like a box of chocolates. I've you heard ne- that. You never know if you're going to be turned into a fucking uh, Pazotsky or what, you know? Maybe. I, that is a really good point. <laughs> you might get zapped right in the fucking dick by grandma. Or, or right above it. Right where the belly button yes, would usually yeah. be. Possibly. Granny Van Dam takes no prisoners, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are again. The second episode of season five. Here we are on video once again. I'm still kind of freaked out <laughs> about it. It's a little strange for me. Um, and I sometimes I don't know what to do with myself when I'm waiting to respond. <laughs> yeah, you got the hands flailing. You know, you do one of these. You know, you're not really sure what to do. <laughs> you do one of these. I, you know, just really go all in on it. You know, one of those. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're talking about My Demon Lover from 1987 today. A movie I had. You know, we do a lot of movies on this sure. show that I haven't heard of. The last one I had. This definitely is in the category of movies I had not heard of until you were like, hey. This is perfect for our Valentine's Day episode this year. This is one of those times where I'm going to be like, hey, I brought this up on the show. And you're going to be like, I don't remember you doing that. But I totally did. Maybe if somebody knows, they can comment. Uh, I don't remember. But I totally talked about this. And I don't remember uh, what I had said about it. But here we are. And it was it's the it, it's it's a very nice segue into the holiday. Yeah. Capitalizing on the holiday, rather, <laughs> with this in the Valentine book to the movie, but yeah, yeah. But but this is a this is a, a movie to behold, right? Yes, it is. It is probably one of the better uh, horror comedies of the eighties, in I, my opinion. It definitely leans harder on the comedy for sure, but yeah. I I would agree. Yeah, uh, I mean, but but there's absolutely horror elements. Don't get me wrong; no, it's a horror comedy. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. but yes, yeah, to the forefront. It's a as some people would say, it's a comedy first. <laughs> anyway um not you tony by the way tony from act the movies just sit back down ghostbusters afterlife was good it's anyway it's fine anyway yeah so this is directed by charlie loventhal and uh the only other credit uh that's even notable is mr right it's a movie called mr right i believe it's from 94 and it's with paul reiser isn't it paul reiser uh, okay uh, uh, the dude from Aliens. You know, uh, yeah, Paul Reiser. Of course. Uh, okay, no, I know right, what you're talking right. about. Yeah, kind of weirdly funny to me though that his last name starts with the word love. Uh, uh, I, I, we got we got, we got fucking Love and Thal. We got Valentine, My Demon Lover. There's fucking red balloons and heart balloons. Yeah. I, I like the motif and even. The asshole that I am, uh, my tape is upstairs. Uh, but the tape, 
yeah, I, I the tape is upstairs and we're not stopping the recording to go to go grab it. But you, we're showing it on screen right now. Um, it's it's got a it's got like a pink case to it and it's got the red motif. And I mean, it's my demon lover, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, red hot, passionate, sexy. Pink Valentine's Day, Scott Valentine looking handsome in his fucking Huey Lewis in the news jacket. I, I would say hot red, like uh, you know, a cherub's pecker, possibly. Oh yeah, right in his right in your old mouth there. Hey, well, okay. Well, that's <laughs> again. I did that a little earlier on the video version. If you're watching, you know, you saw what I did. You, you sucked know, just, the cherub's dick. When did I? When I, was mean, I? I did that little hand motion. Oh uh, yeah. You know, you just pretend there was a cherub's. You know, that uh, was a monster hog though. You were grabbing. I was a big tallywhacker on that cherub, <laughs> man. I don't. He's, he's got some serious wood on that boy. Little man's packing. Yeah. yeah clearly. <laughs> I, I felt it in the back of my throat, Joe. That's all I'm gonna say. Nothing says Valentine's Day like a gag on a dick. Yeah, from a from a fucking cherub from Cupid. Choke <laughs> on this shot. <laughs> yeah. When it shoots, does it shoot like those shitty like chalky candies down well, your throat? Well, I gotta be honest. You know, I, let's just really just uh, you know pull the string on this joke. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's kind of like uh, birthday cake ice cream, honestly. Oh, uh, specifically the flavor. It's even you know I, I feel like I. I tasted some sprinkles, but I couldn't confirm because it was in the back of my throat. It was like a funfetti right, exactly. right down the old windpipe. Honestly, I'd do it again. Yeah. It, it was that good. Like a feeding tube. If yeah. I could regurgitate it, I would, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, it was a, it was just for me. You throw it up a little bit in your mouth so you can get the taste, then you swallow it again, the right? Stack, stack for later. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Like that box of chocolates. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for bringing it all the way back <laughs> around. Yeah. It's what they do. Um... So yeah, this movie's written by Leslie Ray, and she's written a ton of t television. Um, she is a white woman, but she's wrote for a lot of black television, which is kind of plays into what you know the motif of the last episode and stuff too for Black History oh, Month yeah. and stuff. Uh, but she's written for Fresh Prince and uh, oh wow, uh, Sister Sister, Steve Harvey Show, The Wayans Brothers Some Show. Bangers. Uh, there was another show. I forget what it's called, but it has Red Fox in it, but it's not. Oh, yeah, because there was a second show with him he, after uh, Sanford and Son, but I forget what it was called. Yeah, also. it wasn't Sanford and Son. It was something else, and I, I couldn't remember the name. Um, but she, yeah, but she's also written for like Dawson's Creek, Full House, shit like that. Wow. Which is kind of kind of strange. So she has like, you know, chops. She gets, yeah, she's got chops, or or she's she's good at what she does. Mm -hmm. But the comedy in this movie is fucking I, on point. I, I don't think anything really falls flat there's a couple but not I, I mean there's a couple things that we'll get into that when we're we get like, into the <laughs> review and it's you know more so t you know of the times kind of jokes but like yeah 98 percent of the jokes are just they work i was laughing more than i wasn't i, I would way. agree so i really want to talk about the special effects real quick oh it's special effects oh my uh, god i didn't just before you get into that yeah go ahead this this movie is one of the weirdest films I've ever seen, and the special effects are a key point because you like when you're getting into this, you see the cover, like okay, this is gonna be some weird thing where she's going out with a guy that's a demon, but you don't know much else, and then you're watching the movie, and you're like, huh, okay, so that's where it's going. Oh, that's where it's going. Wait, really? That's where it's going? Oh, holy shit! That's where it's going? Stop, stop me if I'm wrong, but is it when you walked into this, did you expect something similar to like I don't know, uh, like Bedazzled or something with Brendan Fraser and? Uh, What's her face? Uh, not quite, but definitely more in line for sure with that. Uh, 
Well, what I mean is, like, did you ex- you didn't expect people to be transforming into crazy no, shit, no, 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 or no. at least maybe like maybe one thing, maybe it was like kind of a movie. And again, we're gonna get into this, yeah. but like where things just kept escalating, but in a way where like I didn't feel like it didn't earn it. Like every escalation was earned. Okay, and it was like oh, every escalation was like more out of left field, and I'm just like. Okay, movie. This is the I'm into it, but holy cow! Like, what, what are you taking on? Yeah, I, and I'm not. Usually... And those effects, just oh, to bring it back to what yeah, you're oh, saying, yeah, yeah, are, yeah. are a major part of that. I mean, the writing obviously is is key too, but that the effects. Oh my god! It's just like coming. It comes out of left field, right? Because at the forefront, this is like a horror. It, it, this at uh, the forefront is a comedy. Yeah, yeah. Or a romantic comedy, really. Yeah. It's a fucking rom com with monsters, which is kind of unique, at, in in and of itself. Yeah. Right. But yeah, you wouldn't expect these kind of effects to pop up here and so many of them and done so well um practical digital there's practical there's compositing the, mm. uh, there might even be a little bit of stop motion there's definitely miniature shit work going yeah. on uh, pr- uh, uh practical makeup effects and animatronics and all kinds of shit transformations and uh out 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 the ass too uh, yeah, that's what i'm saying man yeah. like i had no clue what i was getting into yeah. and i was pleasantly surprised yeah. so we got uh we got john dodds working on this and um if you guys don't know who john dodds is uh he did deadly spawn and night beast wow. and he worked on the monsters television show i mean the guy's done a ton of stuff he's pro he's one of my favorites um Going back to the as far as like independent uh, special effects people go. But, you know, if you want to know more about that, because we go again, just like the Black Hill episode, we go way into uh, John Dodds on our Deadly Spawn yes. episode, which was season four, episode five. So go check that out if you want to get a deep dive of uh, John Dodds. And also we did an interview with Ted Boas, the producer and uh, uh not the writer, but he he came he came up with the movie conceptually, yes, uh, and produced it. So it's it's his movie more or less. But anyway, go check that out. It's very cool. Um, and then we just have like a bunch of other. I, there's so many people that were the team on this that they put together was fucking insane. And and the and where they went from not only in their past works but going forward is incredible. I mean, we're talking a lot of these people went on are are working on like Marvel movies right oh, wow. now. Like it, it's pretty insane. Uh, we got Richard Alonzo, who also worked on Monsters. Uh, he worked on the Bone the Boneyard, oh, which wow. we covered, which we love that that uh, flick. I love that. Sure, flick. Mm, it's great. It gave us Ali Oates, who hasn't been mentioned <laughs> in a hot minute on the show. But for anyone that cares, she's the landlord to the MDU Wizards, and maybe we'll expand on that later. Oh yeah. Uh, he did Doom, which we did a commentary track for. You're going to get shameless shills because, again, we're trying to reach a whole new audience. And if people don't know about the shit, we got to tell you yeah. about it again. And that Doom commentary is available over on Patreon.com slash Movie Dumpster. Five or ten dollar tiers. Um, so so he also works on Species. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Under. um. Steve Johnson and of course H.R. Giger. Um, and again, he's like he does Iron Man, Deadpool two. Uh, he did the Jitters, uh, a John a John Fansano movie that's not rock and roll orientated uh, that we totally need to cover. Um, but before we do that, I want to do uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare or Black Roses, one of those, both. I mean, sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> you know me. I pretty much am open to just about anything. If you're saying it's good, it's got to be at least worth watching. Oh, it's it's a it's a fucking time. You got John Michael Thor in uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare. I have no idea who that is, but uh-huh. um, I will find out. I'm sure at some point. Look him up. He's also a musician, so okay. you'll get a kick out of that. Uh, John Cagliano or John John Caglione Jr. or Caglione Caglione Caglione. You're the Italian guy. It. 
John Caglione Jr. There you go. There you go. It sure as hell ain't John Pantoliano <laughs> that I can. Why? Well, maybe I actually said it right that time. Pantoliano. Eh, Joey Pants. <laughs> Joey Pants. Um, yeah, but he's like worked on Friday Three, Basket Case, Amityville 3D, Chud, Manhunter, Blob, the Blob remake. A lot of these people are working the same shows. The Boneyard comes up uh, multiple times. Chud comes up multiple times. Ghostbusters one and two come up multiple times through here. Uh, Andy Clement, he worked on The Giver. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Army of Darkness, Zombie Nightmare, Basket Case 2, Frankenhooker. Uh, The list is just like we have an all star effects team here. Um, Mark Shostrom, who did uh, Nightmare 3 and Evil Dead 2, uh, Phantasm 2. He also worked on Monsters, Deep Star Star 6, Buffy. Michael R. Thomas, who did Ghostbusters 1 and 2, and Wolfen and. That's all I'm going to mention because there's yeah, a lot of there's those are the key ones that stood out for me, like as somebody who likes effects sure. or, or knows the people in the knows the people in the biz and like I like their work. But there's a ton of super talented people that have worked on, that worked on this movie and the team is just incredible. Like it, I was like taken aback by it. Put it that way. Uh, you telling me I'm like sitting here like mouth agape <laughs> for most of that. And uh, and that's that's kind of my, that's kind of that's kind of it. You know, behind the, B- the BTS, if you will. Hmm. Yeah, not not too much on it. Not too much, but some incredible uh, behind the scenes stuff, even if it's that uh, a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the director didn't do much else of note. And and the, the writer, you know, went on to do some good TV shows. But the effects people went on to do like amazing shows. You know what I mean? Um, the, <laughs> the, the way that this works out is incredible because this shouldn't work as a movie that's what i'm saying (laughs) it shouldn't work and it shouldn't it shouldn't be this much fun like i like bad we like bad movies well yeah and we like movies that are are trying to be good but are also bad right that are underappreciated for reasons this is this is this is a hidden gem i think for a lot of you watching now but there's probably a shit ton of you that are in this kind of circle of, of these movies that have at least heard of this movie before. If you haven't seen it, I know that's not available. Uh, is it, I think it's streaming on Amazon. Yeah. I think for rental, it might've been like three or four bucks. Yeah. Is there a DVD for this? There is a DVD. I think it's out of print. <sighs> Hate when that happens. Yeah. I have the tape, which is not here. It's up. <laughs> I mean, it's here. It's just upstairs. I'm not going to get it. We got to send that cherub up there <laughs> to get it. <laughs> well, just extend his fucking dick upstairs. <laughs> He'll climb the fucking stairs. Yeah. So, yeah. With that being said, do you want to plot crunch this one or you want me to do it? Uh, Let's mix it up, at least in these first few. I mean, I don't think we'll be, uh, you know, ping pong and back and forth on these plot crunches. But for these first couple, what the the hell, man? It's the first two episodes of the new season. Let's let's fucking get into it. So Scott Valentine plays Kaz, who sounds like a fucking demon. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But that's just his like regular name as a dude. Anyway, he has a curse put on him. To where, whenever he gets horny, he turns into a demon. He gets literal horns. He literally, he, when he when he gets aroused, he literally grows horn. And, well, he looks like a fucking disgusting thing we'll get to. But, uh, but yeah, so, so, Scott Valentine, that's what, ha- that's his deal. And then there's, uh, this chick, Denny, played by Michelle Little, who, uh, who's kind of like a, a doormat, if you will. Oh, yeah. And, um... She's got really, really bad taste in men. Anyway, these two people meet, and uh, she it's one of those I can fix you, you can fix me kind of deals. 
Yeah. Which actually ends up working out for them. Somehow. Question mark. But yeah. That that's that's the, I, I mean, that pretty is the plot run. Oh, oh, and there's a there's a mangler, there's somebody killing young women on the loose. That may or may not be Kaz. That may or may not be Kaz, uh, but they're running around New York City. Yeah, in and the eighties. This movie is aggressively eighties, <laughs> by the way. Oh, I fucking love it, dude. Because right when we we kick it up, right with uh, uh, what is it? What's the band's name? Intimate Strangers. Yes, I thought this was like a bigger band, but like I think they wrote this specifically for this movie. It. I, I mean, I could see where you're coming from in that because I kind of was thinking the same thing because it's it, it's very polished. Well, you just kick up that fucking Intimate Strangers and 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 you let go, man, because we're going we're going fucking face first into this flick. Um, and you get like a little, this little like devil animation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is a New Line Pictures joint, by the way. Yes. Which I thought was a little strange mm-hmm. that they had picked this up and distributed it or even produced it. I Stranger things have happened, <laughs> Joe. But yeah, you you get introduced to Denny yeah. as you see her kind of walking down the street with her with her uh, groceries. And uh, she kind of just, you, you get the feeling right away that she's a bit of a ditz. She goes down to like pet a stray dog and it just grabs her like baked good out of her hand and just runs away with it. And she's just like, oh, okay. Even the pets are walking. Even the fucking yeah. animals walk all well, over this woman. Yeah, they make a joke later about yeah. her dog. Oh, yeah, your dog left you too? Yeah. yeah. She's I- she's just a doormat that can, that like feels bad for every, everybody. Every puppy dog eyed thing and gets taken advantage of all the time in, in fact her boyfriend is literally her boy her long-term relationship of two months is robbing her hey, apartment she's really dedicated man it was a, it was a relate it was a dedicated relationship I, yeah this movie's <laughs> comedy is just tacked perfect oh tacked sharp dude yeah uh yeah because he's literally you know packing all her crap <laughs> in the back of a van <laughs> she's like is that TV. <laughs> she pulls up Chip, this yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. and it, these dudes are totally like looting her apartment and packing all the shit up. She's like, "Oh, that's my TV. That's my count. That's my thing. That's my GE clock radio." Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> "Smoke you!" and just fucking gets in the back of the van and just drives away. Pretty much, and she fucking runs after them. What is she gonna do? Like, get a uh, you know robot legs and catch up? I don't know. I think it, I think it's a goof. Like, uh, you know, where she's like, uh, oh, you know, this is it. This is the end of the relationship. And blah blah blah. Oh. Which is kind of funny, but what happens later is kind of we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you're getting introduced to her friend Sonia. Yeah, who is immediately like. You need to report this to the police. And she's like, ah, it's, I don't want to make a big deal out of it. Literally, her TV and all her shit got stolen. Uh, Gina Gallego. She's really good in this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, all the uh, principal characters I feel like yeah. are really good. She's she's her comedy's on point too. Yes. She she went on to do a bunch of other TV and stuff too. I don't have it in front of me, but yeah, she's in know. a ton of stuff. Again, you could probably just chalk it up to fucking SVU or uh, Special Victims Unit or uh, oh. whatever one of those fucking shows. Usually, somebody with one one of these actors are always on yeah, those shows or some form or or version yeah, of yeah. Law and Order because there's been yeah. so many at this point. <laughs> right. Um, but she, she, yeah, she's kind of like this fiery Latina that yeah. she's friends with, who's just like not putting up with any shit. But yeah. you know, she's even busting Denny's balls, like, well, not her balls, but uh, you know, she's busting her chop. Yeah. And uh, you know, well, I guess we don't really know. But she's like, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta stand up for yourself. You gotta stop letting men walk all over you. She's like, she's like, I, I, I don't know how you get, you know. I don't know how you take care of men like the way you do. And it's like, yeah, she doesn't let people fucking walk all over. She doesn't take any shit from anybody. I love how, like, she's like, they took everything. They took my clock radio and my TV. All they left was this. And it's like a fucking can of sardines. Yeah. 
And then she's like, but he took a can opener. And like, that's the kind of, that a lot of the comedy is like that, but yeah. it's pretty funny. She goes, she's talking to Sony and she's like, she's like, oh yeah, you know, we were, all I wanted to do was have a birthday party and they took all the stuff for the birthday. And she's like, she, they took everything and you, all you want to do is throw a birthday party for him. She's like, no, it's my birthday. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, the whole joke is that she's saying that she want to throw a birthday party and Chip was like, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. And it's like, it's for her own birthday. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. <laughs> Clearly she has some problems. Uh, big time. Yeah. So then we get introduced to Scott Valentine as Kaz. Uh, this bum on the street oh, with the, this this blaze this red blazer that's just covered in dirt and uh, his hair is just a matted mess. <laughs> he walks under this fucking subway train and again he's just fucking sacked, blowing Huey Lewis in the news looking motherfucker. He's like, I'm Kaz from the planet Venus. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. this is my language and starts playing the fucking saxophone. I would love to know where he hides that saxophone. Is he sticking it up his ass? Is he just leaving it in a spot where no one's gonna bother it? And he picks it up when he needs it to make a few bucks. I don't know, dude. Like, see, he's a bum, but he has checkbooks and credit cards of doctors that he's like lifted it from. That was a great joke. That was a really good joke. He's like, you take check? No. <laughs> what about credit card? He pulls out an American Express card, and they're like, she's like, who's doctor? Whatever. And he's like, I oh, don't worry about it. His t his fucking uh, account isn't gonna get overdrawn. Oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah. big deal. He's a doctor. But yeah, you're right, Joe. He's on the subway harassing people. Not really. He's just he's busking, but he's being a pain in the ass about well, it. Well, he does go up to this one woman and starts hitting on her, and then oh, you kind of don't know what happens. Oh, yeah. This, this like, straight-laced woman's, like, reading, like, a fucking Clyde Barker Books of Blood uh, yeah. book. And he, and again, like, you don't know it yet, but he's, like, looking at her lips and shit, and he's getting all, like, hot and bothered, and he ends up turning and, like, running off in the train somewhere. Yeah, and I mean... Again, this movie does a really good job of of keeping information away from you to keep the uh, the, the the tension. Even and though the this is yeah, exactly where you assume it's him, but you don't really ever see it. Where you see this woman get off the platform and she's holding a red balloon, which I don't know if that's symbolism to come back later, or if it's just kind of just playing up the whole Valentine thing. Uh, well, again, I don't think it's Valentine. Time, well, 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 day fair, or fair. around. I mean, we're capitalizing sure. on it, but it's the fact of like, I think the red balloon has to do with like the victims of the mangler. Okay. In my opinion, that's the way it came across. That makes sense you because know? she has her face sliced open. They're also MacGuffins too. Oh yeah. In oh, a big, yeah. in a big way. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, some chick gets off the subway and, uh, her fucking face is just totally mangled. <laughs> And she's dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she yeah. ain't coming back from that. She ain't no, no face. No. <laughs> she starts flipping a fucking coin. <laughs> comes with a red balloon with a yeah. like fucking Pennywise, maybe. Oh, my God. Could be. So then we go to the, the New Age shop. Yeah, and that's where Sonia works and I, and her sister. She owns it with her sister, I think. And um, they're they're deep into like the occult and magic and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, yeah, they have like a rack of like weapons on the wall. <laughs> Enchanted weapons, by the way. Uh, yeah, they have like uh, daggers and stuff with like demon names and stuff on yeah. them. They're, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. So then she gets a call at the store uh, from this character that's... Uh, Got a thing for Sonya, but Sonya doesn't have a thing for her. Uh, this this police chief character that I am going to just refer to as Kurtwood Smith for the rest of this episode. Because <laughs> this guy is the poor man's fucking Kurtwood Smith. And if you don't know who that is, if you've seen RoboCop, 
bitches leave. <laughs> hey, Sonya. Yeah, or or Red from that '70s well, show, yeah. and a ton of other stuff he's been in. <laughs> but that's every time this man was on screen, he looked like Kurt Wood Smith with a fucking skin condition because he's got like this kind of like tan to him. Oh yeah, he looks like Goldmember, like he's picking flakes <laughs> off himself and fucking eating that shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, I think his name's John Fudge in real life. Oh, yeah. In the movie, he's Phil, but he's Phil, Kurtwood Smith on this episode. Yeah, Phil Phil Janice is his name in the movie. Um, And you, you kind of set up this idea that he, because she kind of like uh, psychically knows he's going to call randomly. She's yeah. like, ah, just tell him I'll bring him his umbrella tomorrow. And then he picks up the phone like, oh, yeah, she's not here. She'll bring you the umbrella tomorrow. Like, How the hell did you know that? I don't know. <laughs> because she knows this idiot in and out. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there's this whole thing. There's this thing about Denny where she's like this mousy chick, right? Yes. And Sonia's like this big bosomed Latina. Oh, yeah. Like, don't take no shit for it. Beautiful woman. Oh, I mean, yeah, they're both yeah. beautiful. Yeah, but sure, like, sure. But like, intimidating, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, definitely playing into that stereotype a little bit, but like, it works really well. Yeah, in the movie. no, no, for sure. But I like that they're friends and she supports. They support each other. Yep. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> Scott Valentine. We got to Scott Valentine like ski bopping down the fucking street, and he's like, "Now here's the thing I don't understand, because like if he gets horny, he'll turn into a fucking demon. Why is he trying to fuck all the skirt on this street?" I think he can't help it. He's just a horny guy. He he's hasn't like, been oh, able to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come here. And he's like grabbing people's asses and fucking like trying to kiss them and stuff. I, I mean, here's the thing. We find out later that as a demon, he can climax. So it's not an issue of him not being able to, you know, crank his fucking hog. <laughs> I'm going to fucking. You have some thoughts about that? I have some thoughts okay, about that, especially okay. when we get to the apartment, the big okay. apartment. Because I wonder, like, does he start cranking it and, and then it just starts like getting spiked? You know, spiky dick like a like a cat or a fr- <laughs> like a duck or something. He's got and he the has old, to stop. He's got the old corkscrew. Like, yeah, maybe? I don't know. Does he kill his partner when he gets inside them? I don't. Uh, maybe he, or it, la- it latches on right, so they can't leave. They can't yeah. run away until he fucking shoots. Yeah, maybe. Let's ask uh, the sh- the sherub. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that what happened? He fucking hooked into your mouth. Listen, we're not getting into it. We've already given way too much uh, detail into this cherub story. Again, like if I need some some funfetti, I'll I'll give him a ring. All right, there you go. Happy birthday, by the way. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, uh, just real quick, Leslie Ray is in this scene as the chick because he's like, "Oh yeah, you want to like you know get together, like or go on a date?" and and uh. She like gives him like a fucking quarter because he's a bum. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you want to go out for a cup of coffee? And she yeah. gives him a quarter. That's not what I meant. <laughs> so that night they're at they they go to this bar and uh, the this, local haunt. Yeah, this is this is where Sonya's like, you're a fucking pushover and you date scum dog motherfuckers. And she's like, ah, uh, I just love everybody and like I can make any relationship work. It's okay to be a fucking dominated piece of trash and let people walk all over me because I'm good to people or something. Yeah. While they're having that conversation, the wackiest character in this film is introduced, by the way. Charles Lee Ray comes out. (laughs) This guy, Chuck. He looks like the guy from the Mac versus Windows commercials. He looks like not that, Justin Long. Obviously. He looks like the dude from uh, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Oh my god, the the uncle, and I forget his fucking name. Help me out here. It's the second Honey, I Blew Up the Fucking Kid <laughs> movie a sequel. So I really don't blame you for forgetting. Here's a fucking deep cut that I only remember. He is the giant in Beanstalk. Oh god, remember Beanstalk? Yeah, Beanstalk. 
with with the kid from the Full House episode yeah. that like used to get beat by his dad. He's like, I just think of Roger Rabbit, and uh, you know, it, it makes it not so awful. And Stephanie's like, What? All right, Pete Bob Saget, I guess. Well, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So this guy Charles comes over because he makes eye contact oh, with man. Denny and. You know, he has this fucking drink with the uh, the parasol in it and, like, fruit and everything, and he's walking over, and he's got this drink. It's I'm a all, fucking Mai Tai. He's, he's got, ooh, like, dripping it all over women. And at one point, he's got a lighter trying to light a woman's cigarette, and he oh, can't man. get it lit, and he's like, looks like a clown. That's a fucking great bit, too. By the way, it's Corpse Fuckers Mai Tai. <laughs> Corpse Fuckers behind that bar. The MDU's coming fast and hard, so just oh, keep man. up here. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you want to explain that real quick, Corpse Fucker? You need to go... Okay, Corpse Fucker was born in the Prehistoria 3 episode. So, yes. So go back and check that out. I think that was season two. Uh, sounds right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Corpse Fucker is a character that... Uh, pretty much what he sounds like. He's essentially <laughs> a Mad Max character that, I guess, protects a golf course, but he also plays cards with... <laughs> Character, okay, let's back up a second. I don't want to get too deep into the woods. I just want to finish this thought. Okay, go ahead. He's part, he's one half of the MDU's, you know, protection group, the APA equivalent from the old WWF days. Sometimes. Sometimes with his, his best friend. His cohort. And his cohort, yeah. And his, his poker buddy, honestly. <laughs> Cumdar. Cumdar, yeah. The, uh, the MDU's version of, of Goldar from the Power Rangers, who is made of, Come. Come. Yeah. I mean, he's not gold. He's white and pearlescent and all that beautiful stuff. And, uh, I mean, if you want to go back down the line and find out the, the illustrious history of this <laughs> poker game, it's it's kind of been uh, an ongoing joke for years where they have this poker game at the bottom of a well. It involves Leprechaun. We'll get back to it in March. It's, expand on that, maybe. It's actually timely because the birth of... um. Cumdar was our Valentine episode. <laughs> okay, so maybe we'll be talking about that a little with the uh, back, baby. You know how it goes. Yeah, uh, but anyway, that's that's the quick aside. Maybe we'll expand <laughs> on that later with some more detail. But there's your there's your minute explanation. So this fucking guy Chuck is like bringing over my ties and like spilling it all over yeah. himself and chick. And, and I love the cigarette thing because he's like. He's like trying to light the fucking cigarette, and it and he like ends up like taking the cigarette out of the chick's mouth and like tries to light. I don't know. It's funny. I Fuck. remember my first cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those kind of situations. Like you've never used a lighter before. Well, I mean, we all been there, but it's been a long ass time. He, he should just fill it up or get a new one, as we find out later. It's anyway. just a damn blowtorch at so, that point. So and he's like, look at that fucking dork. <laughs> he walks over and he course. walks over and he's been trying to hit on Denny and like pick up Denny for like I don't even. I mean, at this point. It must have been, it must be like weeks or months. At least. Yeah. He's like, he, once we find out what's going on, he's like, or she's like his like prize woman yeah. or something. But he's just, he's annoying as hell to the point where they're like, oh, hey, Charles. Oh, no, call me Chuck, Chucky. Yeah, Chuck, uh, whatever's. Yeah. Char uh, his name's, <laughs> his name's Robert Trevor, by the way. Okay. Yeah. He uh he he just won't leave them alone and he like he fucking comes over and he's like he's like oh bonsoir ladies how you doing and Sonya's like you're really gonna talk to this guy he's got an umbrella in his he's drink. got a paper parasol in his drink and he's got one in his fucking coat pocket and and he's like talking about his job and he's like you think he collects them oh maybe right he, he puts them in his little fucking pocket protector and then puts them at home in like a fucking fishbowl or something he just very well might <laughs> uh but yeah he he's talking about his job. And uh, Denny's like, oh, I didn't know you were in education. He's like, no, I'm on the board of education. I do the uh, discipline for the youngins. <laughs> and then, like, to try to look tough, he, like, hits his hand on the table and these peanuts fly all over. And so he's like, all right, 
that's the end of that. Get the fuck out of here, Charles. Hit the road. So he walks away, but he's still spilling his fucking drink all over people. He spills it all over the woman he's trying to light the cigarette oh, with. Man. It's funny. It's fucking funny. Yeah. It's, uh, I had to watch it twice. It was hilarious. But now, yes, we get to Fixer. Fixer, you got a problem? Shit, so what? <laughs> Fixer, yes. Arnold Johnson. This guy's uh, pretty great in this uh, minor role. Yeah, and he's done a he's done a ton of uh, black TV too. He's who's on Family Matters, oh, Sanford wow. and Son, What's Happening. Yeah, so and he's fucking great in this. <laughs> so funny. He's he's basically like a street. Uh, 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 he's homeless, but he's like got his street cart where he's got kind of his press your luck kind of fuck with people. Like yeah. you know, spend your money, you might get something good, but you're probably never gonna really get something good. You know, he, kind of scam. He is. He's a snake oil salesman, yeah. but he's also uh, in touch with the occult and the supernatural. Yeah, like he he can he's not a he's not a phony, but he hustles people anyway to make money. Exactly, right? and he and he you get the impression that him and Scott Valentine know each other uh, from being on the streets. And Scott kind of goes up to him and tries to you know talk to him, but the guy's like, I I, I said something wrong about you. Get the hell away from <laughs> me! He's like, you got the curse, boy. Yeah, you an unlucky yeah. motherfucker. Hit the bricks. Yeah. And he grabs, he's got all his stuff like in a suitcase and he just closes it up and walks away. And uh, Kaz is just like, what the, what the hell? <laughs> he's like, oh, can you help me? And he's like, you got $20? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, no. And he's like, sorry, can't be helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to help him with his situation that yeah. he doesn't elaborate on yet. Well, but. no. But, but he knows. Fix, fixer knows, you know. So we go to a police station and like that character you were talking about before, Phil Janis is the is lieutenant. To get his umbrella, so he's got to bring him the umbrella. <laughs> so when you bring some fucking umbrella, um, this guy's a scumbag, by the way. But as he's walking into his office, he's mobbed by uh, the press, and they're like, "They're like, oh, sir, can you can you comment on all the killings of the girls and blah blah blah?" And he's like, he's like, "Listen, we're working on it, blah blah blah." And they're like, "What, what are we gonna do about this mangler TM?" And he's like, "Oh, for Christ's sake, we don't fucking call it the mangler. Now I'm gonna have twenty fucking copycat manglers by the end of the night. Get out of here!" Joe Spinell saw that and was like, <laughs> "It's maniac, not mangler." I think that was happening around the same time. And then think- Robert England was like, "Uh, yes." Yeah, exactly. But yeah, then Sonya comes in and there's like this creepy interaction that they have where he's like, hey, he's like, I'm good enough to sleep with, but I'm not good enough to date. And she's like, I didn't have a choice in that uh, in that situation. I'm like, what is that? Was she, was he was she drunk? Did he just rape her? Was he like, I, like what? There's I don't a know lot left on the table with whatever that implies. If, if this guy tried to rape this woman, he'd be dead. Well, this is true. She'd beat the shit out of him. Also. Maybe she, maybe she was drunk. It was like, oh yeah, that fucking skin, skin funk man looks kind of hot. Well, you know what it was? She actually thought it was Kurtwood Smith, and she was like, you know what? He's pretty hot. <laughs> and then when she woke up in the morning and she fucking took a second look, she said, oh boy, ooh. she snuck out the window. <laughs> could, Quick. You, could you imagine somebody being like, oh my god, Kurtwood Smith? I mean, besides his wife, sure. Well, I know, but like this woman coming off the street, like, is that Kurtwood Smith? And he's like, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where, what's up, babe? What, you want to go back to my place or whatever? Going like full, like Clint Howard there. I don't know. Kurtwood Smith does not sound like that. Kurtwood Smith kind of sounds like A little like bit. That. A little bit. I don't know. It's hard to do, you know, you know. You're trying. I get it. Whatever. I don't got a good Kurtwood Smith. What do you want from me? I, listen, I got a lot of bad accents. I shouldn't judge. Yeah. 
So so we so we get introduced to that character, yes. and then that's how we find out about uh, the killings and all that stuff, and then we kind of tie that together from the beginning. It, it, the way this is paced and the way that it's put together and the way the story is told is really I well, agree. really well done. Like I, I think so. I mean, that's kind of what I was saying in the beginning. Like I, I was making a big point about yeah. the ridiculousness of it, but just yeah, everything really flows well together in this film. As for as silly as it is, it and it doesn't take itself too seriously. But whoever sat down and did the story structure gave a shit. Yes, you know what I'm saying. But then we fucking bop over to um the health food <laughs> restaurant and we get Lin Shay. Lin Shay's back in the MDU, baby. Yeah, after Critters 2, you know, first she was yelling about Brad Brown being back in town. <laughs> now she's yelling that she's on a personal call. Now she's fucking serving up slop. Oh my god. This looked like something out of fucking uh body melts, you know, <laughs> like that shit they're feeding people in that movie. It's disgusting. It looks like the fucking Matrix food. Uh, it looks like you just open up your fucking ass cheeks and let loose after some Taco Bell, honestly. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It fucking kills Bud Melman. He's oh. at the... Th- He's at the fucking yeah, bar, guy, yeah. and he's like munching on a fucking uh, uh, celery. celery stick, and he fucking just dies on it, the counter. It, it looks like, you know, refried beans that have gone through like three or four people before they put it on the plate. Oh, uh, yeah. And I love the next shot uh, because, you know, Denny's trying to make her order, and, you know, mm-hmm. Lynn Shay's arguing with her because she's on the phone. Yeah, Lynn Shay's like breaking up with her boyfriend. Yeah, well, that's it's yeah. a personal yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's outside eating her burger. But uh, you see uh, Kaz is outside, like, in the garbage. And, you know, because he's sleeping there. Why not? It's warm. <laughs> in the background, you see Bud Melman get taken out on a fucking stretcher and nobody bats an eye. No, I no, know. Man, the man's dead, clearly. I'm, I'm here for that comedy. Yeah. So then he kind of comes up to her and starts equating himself with her. And he's like, hey, you gonna, you gonna eat that all? Well, he's like, he's laying the guilt trip on her. Yeah. And she's like, you gonna finish that? She's like, yes. And he's like, she's looking She's had, at- like, one bite. Yeah. <laughs> she's like... And he's, you know, being a puppy dog fucking scumbag. He's mooching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, He wakes up, like, out of the trash, by the That's way. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's, like, a couch covered in garbage, and he just, like, emerges from it. It's like a cat. <laughs> it's a <laughs> phoenix rising from the ashes. Uh, yeah, yeah, every night. <laughs> uh, so then uh, he, she gives him the burger. Burger. Fruit burger. Yeah. Oh my god, this was hilarious. It's like a ve- it's a vegan burger, so it's all fruit and vegetables. It's like beets and some other shit. But the pisser is he he bites into it and he's so upset he spits it all over his dress. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's gross. But then they show it and I just about threw up myself. I can't do spit or puke. Uh, I mean, it's fake, but it was still disgusting. No, I know, but like, it, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I ate a fruit burger. You gave me a fruit burger! You gave me a fruit burger! And she's like, you see this red stain right here? That's beets! You see this yellow stain right here? It's what some fruit I can never think of because it's a weird name. <laughs> These are sun-dried gooseberries or oh, some yeah. shit. And, and he's, he's like, like, wait, I ate fruit in a fruit burger? Yeah, he's like, fruit burger! And then he just won't leave her alone. And he's just following her like a puppy dog. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you remind me of somebody. He's clearly inferring her dog that ran away from her. Oh, yeah. What's the fucking dog's name? He, uh, Roscoe or something. Something that, or, or Rocco. Rocco. That's what it was. there's a joke later in the yeah. movie where she's like, oh, well, we'll get to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also like drinking Pepto Bismol, like on like behind her. I'm like, I don't. That's a little much. Yeah, I mean, there's some sight gags, and again, there's there's a joke here or there that don't work, but most of them land. <laughs> no, but this one's fucking gold, dude. Yeah. Because he's like, he's like, well, let me buy you a new. What if I want to buy you a new dress or whatever? And he's clearly like, he looks oh. like he looks like a fucking Red Skelton Huey Lewis, and uh, like doing this fucking bum the 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 tramp routine. Yeah, and. Uh, 
she's like, oh, it's like thirty nine ninety nine or whatever. And he's like, oh, you, you take a check? <laughs> and he pulls out the fucking checkbook. Yeah, that's when he does the joke. Well, yeah. what about American Express? And he pulls it up. What about a back card? I don't know. Maybe a back card, Joe? You think she would have taken that? I don't know. Maybe to McDonald's. Put it on fucking Bruce Wayne's, you know, bill. Fuck him. He's Never rich. leave the back cave without it, right? That's what Cass said. <laughs> you think <laughs> Cass stole Batman's credit card? Like Michael Keaton's Batman. I mean, honestly, if you got it that... It didn't even come out yet. If you got that close to Batman, he might as well have taken the damn suit and everything else while he was there. But hey, I mean, you never know. This is the MDU. I, I don't know. who He's like stalking doctors and like taking their checkbooks and their fucking credit cards. I mean, he's a fucking hell of a pickpocket. This is true. At this point, too, like he wakes up in that trash because we see another scene before that at night where you you see something stalking somebody. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you get a little bit more insight into what's going on in, in terms of like what's happening to the girls and they're getting killed and stuff um and it's they make you think that it's it's him yeah yeah and but he's like he's like a he's being a big fucking creep and he's like following her home and he ends up like tailing her but like staying behind yeah and then he's like across the street he's like ah oh, so that's where you live and she's like no this is where my big giant boyfriend lives yeah that was creepy i can't believe these two end up you know working oh, out honestly <laughs> He, he don't do that. No, don't do that don't, to don't anybody. Don't be that guy. No, or don't, gal. don't be that gal guy or anything in between doing that yeah. shit. It, it's funny in a movie, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that was weird. <laughs> um, well, he he's like he's like, oh my stomach hurts, and uh, she's like, oh my god, what's wrong? And he's like, I think you need to like move me, and she like grabs him to pick him up. And she's like, I can't. He's like, get your big boyfriend. She's like, I lied, and then he kisses her on the fucking mouth and says, let's get married. This is the point when she should have walked away. And she doesn't. But no, something happens. Again, he gets turned on because he starts to change. Yes. And then he runs away from her. Yeah. So then we kind of cut it a little further into the day. And uh, Chippy Boy's back. Oh, the yeah. old boyfriend who stole all her crap. Yeah. Like you said, she comes back home and like fucking this Dennis Leary looking ass motherfuckers there. He does, man. He he's an asshole. He wipes <laughs> his ass with the American flag, obviously. <laughs> he's sitting on the steps, like waiting for her. Well, he's inside. He's, oh, like, that's in the right. Part that's that right. you're not supposed to get into unless you right. have the uh, key, right? Because there's like a fake out because you think like the mangler's gonna grab her or something. Yeah, and she goes up into her, like the little uh, apartment. Yeah, like the in between, the like, in between, like yeah. where your mailbox is or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And he fucking comes up. He's like, he's like, oh, you fucking faked on me. He's like, I was picked up by the cops. And she's like, I didn't tell anybody anything. What are you talking about? And she's like, that, you know, I draw a fucking line at that. I'm going to kill you or whatever. And she runs away from him. I mean, honestly, I feel like Sonya probably called the cops on him if anybody did. Oh, big time. Well, he's a piece of fucking shit. Now, that's where it gets dark because it's like, all right, he was a fucking asshole and he did a lot of stuff. But now he's going to, like, physically oh yeah, hurt you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's another He's dimension one, he, of this problem. He's a character I kind of wish ate it, but he kind of just leaves the movie after this. Or at least got his fucking ass whooped because Kaz jumps out of the fucking shadows. Yes, to and scare like, the shit out of him. Scares the shit out because he like he like put Chip like pushes uh Denny down and she hits her head and passes out. But Kaz jumps out, he's like, Hey, get away from her, and she just he doesn't even say anything. The guy just runs away. Uh yeah. I mean, he has some kind of something going on with his face, some kind of transformation, but it's it's lit in a way where you can't really make the whole thing out. You know that he's not human. Yeah, but uh, he brings her inside, which, again, creepy, but he did save her, so what well, else are you going to do? Leave her out on the damn stone steps in the middle of of uh, Brooklyn? Well, yeah, and like, like they, he makes her some coffee or whatever, and they're talking. Oh, uh, again, 
PSA to anybody that gets brought in by a stranger and handed a drink. Don't drink the drink. <laughs> don't drink it. Don't drink the drink. You do. You don't. You do. Yeah. Just dump it out. <laughs> nice gesture, Kaz. But that was uh, that was a, that was a flag there, Denny. That you should have fucking read. Uh, Denny's not good at that. She says she's not good at that. She's not. Maybe you think she likes the abuse. Maybe she she's like waiting for it. A at little... one point, she's like, "I wish I would just die." And I'm like, "That's sad." <laughs> I think she likes it a little bit. Maybe subconsciously, like in the back of her head, it's always like no one at her. I guess. Uh, so she's on the she's on the couch and they're talking and um they become friends. Yeah, because he's not being a creep. I mean, he is a creep, but he's not being a creep. Yeah. And they're just talking and like uh she she, she like breaks down. She's like, "I'm a schlub." Yeah, I'm a schlub. And he's like, "You're not a schlub." She's like, "I am. I'm a total schlub." She's like, "I brought you in. You fuck." Yeah. And he's like, oh, "Yeah. You might be an idiot. I don't know about a schlub." And then she's like, "Uh, you know what? Since you helped me out, you could stay on my couch." <laughs> And he's like, are you sure? I don't want to do it. Starts downpouring. He's like, and then it like cuts and he's on the couch, like with a blanket and a pillow. It's this weird thing where like, he's like, what are you talking about? You could be, you could do whatever you want or like, you know, have whoever you want. And she's like, she's like, I'm a woman of the eighties and I can do this and that. And I can go have uh, casual sex and all this stuff. She's like, but I don't. Call me old fashioned. Yeah. But I just want to take care of somebody and somebody to take care of me. And, and then, and, oh, yeah. And then she's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I fall in love with bozos. Yeah. Well, yeah. Chip being, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, I don't know if he's a bozo. He's a fucking criminal. Maniac. He's like a criminal rapist. Well, yeah. So then, uh, Cass spends the night. Yeah. Well, he spends the night, but. He gets a little too excited, Joe. He uh he sees her in her nightgown, and he, again, instead of just cranking that hog and rolling over, he's got to go out the window and on the prowl. Well, he starts fucking turning. He's like, oh, yeah. and he's just fucking turned into a monster on the couch. So he, yeah, he jumps out the window, uh, out into the night. Yes, and then of course, uh, another victim, uh, yeah. which which this was kind of like. I don't know if this meant it's like black comedy a little bit or if maybe just playing up the idea that Denny's not paying attention, but it's like on the radio while she's making him breakfast. And it's like very obviously the sister yeah. of, of her best friend. No reaction. Even even like I picked up on that. I was yeah. like, oh, they that's the woman who owns the store. That's Sonya's sister. And she's like, eh, want some toast? Yeah, that she drops on the floor and then just like knocks off some <laughs> fucking dust. I thought that was hilarious. And uh, he's like, oh, no, I'm good. He didn't see her do that. But he's like, no, I'm going to get out of here. I got stuff to do. I got a fixer to talk to. Well, not even because this is the weird thing where where she, she wants to like be with him already. Well, again, two and month like, relationship her, she, is a long term one in her I eyes. Know. She like gives him breakfast. She's like, look, breakfast, burnt toast. Isn't it good? And here's some OJ. And he's like, he's like, oh, I got a weird taste in my mouth from last night. And like, I couldn't remember what I did. And she's like, what? And he's like, did we fuck? And she's <laughs> like, and she's like, no. And yeah. He's like, oh, OK, good. Uh. Well, by the way, I can't have sex with women. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, you gay? No, she doesn't say that. <laughs> and he's like, no, I can't have sex at all. Because if I think about it yeah. or look at it, like, I, I just, I can't do it. Yeah. Right. And she's like, it's okay. We could like still be friends with it. And he's like, just friends. And she's like, yeah. And then they have this fucking great montage together that I, I love so much. Yeah, it's pretty great because it, it's like them just going around it's town, just, hanging out. It's just really sweet, like platonic stuff. Yeah, they're not, it's 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 not like lovey dovey shit. They're like having ice cream. They're playing the saxophone together in yep. the park and uh, hanging out at the jungle gym. Hanging in the jungle gym. Uh, 
And then uh, even we get that balloon motif comes back. She's got about 20 of these red balloons while they're like <laughs> looking over the uh, I, I'm assuming the Hudson River. I mean, anybody from New York, correct me on that. <laughs> well, I think it is, though. Probably. They're eating fucking hot dogs. It looked like yeah. the Upper West Side is what it looked like. Uh, they, they, they play a joke up. At least I thought it was a joke kind of referencing back to the burger when he met when he houses it. When oh, they got yeah. the two hot dogs, oh, she yeah, starts housing like, his. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the man funny. fucking eats like he because he has he writes checks and has credit cards, but never eats food. Buy some damn clothes. Buy, Cass. Some, buy some fucking food, man. He buys a green T-shirt at some point or or, or long sleeve shirt. I was like, where how'd you get that? Cass? Oh, he, he gets new duds later. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, but yeah, we we cut to the hospital after this montage. Oh Jesus, yeah. So they're all they're all having. I you know what it is? I think Denny's so in love with the fact that she has a new. Boy, boyfriend or whatever she totally just fucking that tunes is a out. thing without yeah. a doubt if she been... totally tunes out yeah um so then we cut yeah like you said we were at the hospital we, and... we got sonia there with her sister in bed and, and the uh, lieutenants there yeah. too and she goes in and this is fucked up too and i'm I, it just dawned on me now but like this is like a pretty heavy scene for this movie especially because yeah she's attacked by the man the, the mangler or whatever but like it has heavy like rape victim vibes which is basically what it is because she's the only survivor so far by the way of these attacks um and and also her sister is kind of like she's like catatonic in the bed well yeah but sonia herself is kind of like playing the events back in her head because she was with her and you see it from like the pov of the monster what was happening oh she grabs her like some kind like she has some kind of fucking psychometry or something yeah. or like link between the sisters or something because like it's i it's, guess playing up that psychic knowing the phone call is gonna they don't really go heavy into it but right and but 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 it's just enough there because you also get a little bit of that like because she owns the new age store with her right. sister and stuff so they do practice magic magic and or are uh have foresight or shit like that yeah or again psychometry or mild variation thereof um, it's pretty interesting and subtle and kind of cool. Yeah. And then they kind of like go out, uh, cause the sister kind of has, like you said, an episode and they, they're trying to calm her down. Mm-hmm. And Sonya leaves and Kurtwood Smith comes up and he's like, yeah. So what do you think? <laughs> Am I getting late tonight yeah. or what? Or you yeah. fuck your sister. She's like, you haven't found the fucking mangler yet. And now it took my sister. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. doing oh, the well. best I can. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> can you fly Sonya? Yeah. Like I say, you try, bitch. <laughs> Uh, and then she storms off, and he's kind of just standing there like a dope, like trying to figure out what to do. Uh, he's just inept the whole time, and th- and that's like a... Which is kind of the joke, I guess, no, right? It's, it's totally the joke, especially shit that happens later. Uh, but then we kind of follow up on that uh, that montage with Denny and uh, Kaz, and they're kind of hanging out. And he sees Fixer again. They're like yes. out like shopping at night or some shit. Yeah, well, while he's with Denny, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, they're yeah. out together, and they're doing like, they're like walking around and, and looking at stuff. And he goes over to Fixer, and he's like, get away from me. You cursed, you cursed boy. And he's like, what are you talking? He's like, you got to help me with this shit. Like, I... I I got a problem because now I fell in love with this girl. And he's like, man, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you want the, you want to get rid of the curse? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And he's like, yeah, I got to get rid of it. Yeah. He's like, all right. He's like, all right. Well, you here. got the 20 bucks. He's like, and he's like, no. And he's like, all right, come on around. Turn the fucking thing around. And he turned it around. And I love how uh, he has a suitcase that has this, the display the suitcase. Yeah. Cause it's like that snake oil salesman yeah. kind of thing. And he, um, he opens this door and instead this doorknob, this piece of door. And instead of a fucking crystal ball, it's like a crystal uh, doorknob. Yeah. And he's like, the crystal balls are getting expensive or whatever. 
Good and shit. He, and literally, you have like a flashback sequence where he's like, let's see how you got this curse. And it's like this little like uh, shimmer. And he says, hey, well, that's me as a kid. <laughs> that's me trying to fuck uh, BB. Yeah, yeah. He picked the wrong chick to hit on. Well, she hit on him. He just kind of rolled with it. And it was a, a major mistake because, uh, you know, he's like maybe what, 13 yeah, or 14. BB. Oh, it's BB Shikaluso. I remember that day. Yeah. So he's making out with this chick on her couch and her and her mom oh, walks in or grandma or whatever. She grabs this guy and throws him on the couch and starts making out with him and fucking Granny Van Dam walks in and is not having it, dude. Oh, you better not take off your clothes. You better put them back on. What do you think you're doing, my granddaughter? Get out of here, boy. You know what's going to happen. I'm going to put the fucking Romanian hex on you. Dinner. <laughs> he fucking touches yeah, his yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Him. And for, uh, again, the people that- Posatsky. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or, well, she shoots him in the fucking dick. And uh, for the uninitiated, GVD, Granny Van Dam. Granny Van Dam, go back to that Bleeders episode. Oh, God. She is a uh, staple on the show, much mm. like John Hurt is. And uh, again, go go back. She's, a, oh, she's yeah. a horny grandma in a bathrobe in a wheelchair with a shotgun. Mm. That She just likes to fuck. I don't know. I don't yeah. blame her. She She's all over the MDU, by the way. She, she pops up many a time. We couldn't even count how many fucking episodes she's in, so... Just keep your ears and eyes out for that woman. Yeah. And if you hear that cackle in the sky... You're fucked. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. She's going to get that wheelchair and just back you into a corner and just start pumping. <laughs> with, either with the shotgun or with the chair. And I, I, it really depends on what she's trying to get done that day. So, he doesn't get possessed. He gets possessed. Possessed, yeah. Because he's a fucking Pazatsky. Exactly. And uh, then he... Romania, he, he's Pazatsky. He, he's like, he can't fuck. He can't fuck. He can't get his dick hard. Yeah. Well, he can get his dick hard, but it turns into a fucking, I don't know what, like was, Legend of the fucking Overfiend I, or something. Sure. <laughs> uh, but he finds out through uh, this dude that basically, if you're going to get rid of the curse, it's going to jump into the person that you're closest to. Yeah. Uh, but you got you, you basically have to do like a noble deed to even have a chance of it to get out of Well, you. right. That's the caveat. You do the noble deed, you get rid of the demon, but it the demon jumps into the person closest to you. Yeah. Now, Scott Valentine, or Kaz rather, takes this as like... Whoever he's intimate with, like, who is the closest person to him, like, intimately, yeah. right? Like, his girlfriend or whatever. Which, I mean, I don't blame the guy based on what happens every time he gets a, a bad thought in his head. No, he's got those Romanian blue balls, dude. Straight Seriously. Up, straight up. Uh, and so, now that he has this information in pocket, he's not really sure what to do, because as much as he wants to get rid of it, he doesn't now want Denny... To be, you know, cursed with this, this, this horrible affliction. Yeah, but then it's just back and forth, so it can't, it can't, it can't go down that way. All right, and this is where they do go back to the apartment. Yeah, but this is the first of the the messages that Charles keeps leaving Denny. <laughs> Denny gives this fucking maniac her number, albeit she picked up a fucking bum off the street and has been sleeping, has had him sleeping in her fucking house. True. Yeah, yeah. This is a great bit. He's at the phone booth constantly yeah, calling he's like, Denny. He's, he's like, "Hey, Jenny, I got tickets to." This new uh, uh, show on Broadway where Sylvester Stallone's playing fucking uh, <laughs> Charles, Hamlet, Charles Dickens, or some shit. Yeah, oh my god! And then he calls again like a couple more times. At the the last phone call, he's got like a fucking bouquet of roses. Like <laughs> he left and came back, and she wasn't answering. <laughs> he just keeps calling and says he's the guy. The guy's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they go back to the apartment, and Denny's kind of like, you know what? 
Let's take, let's take this up a notch. What do you think? Well, because Kaz has her birthday for her. Yes, especially after everything that had happened. Yeah. He sets it up. He's which got a is, fucking nice little bow tie which is on. Really, which is really sweet. Yeah. And, like, he's setting up balloons and shit. And she, like, walks in on him. And he's like, oh, happy birthday. And they have, like, fucking everything pizza. That pizza mm. looked really good. But with candles on Dude, it. Dude, sausage, peppers, onions, and olives. Like, that's my favorite pizza. You want to just reach to the screen and grab I, some, I really right? did, though. I really did. <laughs> and New York style, too, is good. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. It's the best pizza, really. Uh... But yeah, you're right. And then that that's when she's kind of starting to make the move on well, him and yeah, starts she kissing gives, him. But yeah, but she gives him the t he gives her the TV that was stolen by Chip. That was great. And that it was, was great. it was and funny. She's like, oh, he's like, oh, do you love it? She's like, I always we have. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great bit. Why he did. But we never follow up with Chip, right? right. Like he should have went and kicked his ass. He's like, you took it from me. He's like, no, I paid for it with my fucking fake check. Yeah, yeah. Or his loved fake him credit card or whatever. I, I would have loved for him to kick his ass. But yeah, you don't get that. Uh, yeah. That pissed me off that he didn't get his comeuppance. But no. anyway. So then uh, they start making out and. Uh, Kaz, he knows what something bad's about to happen, so he runs in the bathroom and turns the shower on, and she's like, the hell? I kind of love it, because he's like, oh, cold shower. He's like, I can't have sex. And she's like, no, I get it, Like, but it's okay. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. She goes in there with them. I love that, that she gets in the shower with him, and, yeah. and he's like talking Fully to clothed. him. Fully clothed. Yeah, yeah, both of them, and they're like talking to each other in the, in the shower. I don't yeah. know. I thought I liked that shit. And then we kind of uh, see them dried off, and he's, yeah. he's hemming and hawing if he's going to you know, <laughs> tell her what the hell the deal is. He's like, please. First of all, you got to believe me and you can't get mad. Yeah. So he explains it and like any normal person would react. There's a great joke here though. Okay. That I want to just Set say. Set me up. Because this is this is my wife and I because <laughs> we'll be sometimes we'll be talking and I won't even realize I do it, but it's very exaggerated in this scene, but he like says it, you know, he does like the clatu for <laughs> kind of thing yeah. about that he's a demon or whatever. She's like, "What you mumbling?" He's like, "I don't mumble." <laughs> And then he says it again. I'm a pizzazzo. I'm a pizzazzo. <laughs> yeah, and she just knows what that is. Yeah. And then she's like, I thought you were going to tell me something like real serious. And you come up with this crap. He's like, I, I told you not to get mad. He's like, I can't fuck. I'm a demon. I'm going to turn into a demon. And she's like, she's like, get out of town. Why? Why is that like a, a thing where she's, she's like all pissed off at him. I mean, it's a pretty ridiculous thing to tell. It somebody. is a pretty ridiculous thing. But like, wouldn't you be like what is real like what what oh. is really going on like you must have something really awful going on without a doubt yeah. and, and she kind of does do that a little bit but not to the extent I, I think that you're referring to that most people would in reality yeah but she's ready to like kick him the fuck out or whatever basically and, and but he's, he's like he's like oh you want me to prove it <laughs> and he's like put your mouth where my mouth is yeah yeah and they start making out again yeah. and he he starts it takes him a hot minute but he starts transforming into this like Weird ball troll kind of thing. This fat troll. Bingo. Because <laughs> he has, he's got the hair. He's got this long curly uh, red hair. Yeah. And she grabs him on the head and it like comes off like a fucking wig. And he's like, <laughs> she's playing with his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his ass like expands. Yeah. And he and he's like this big fucking sloppy fat demon thing yeah. with these pointed ears. It's it's pretty great. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, see, I told you. And she freaks the fuck out. And she's like, get in the shower and cool off. And he's like, he's like, no, I, it doesn't work that way. I have to just like ride it out like a sunrash. She says. Yeah. So then he goes back backwards out the window again into the night. <laughs> he like laughs when he like jumps out the window. Yeah. It's fucking funny. <laughs> But then, like, Denny, like, 
I guess feels bad that she was like so mean to him. And it's just like the next day, just like wandering around town, like contemplating. Like, yeah, it, there's really no context. It's just a bunch of scenes of her walking around and you just kind of have to read into it. Well, she sees like other couples having fun. Well, there, there's a there's a couple layers here because sure. before this, Sonia goes to the um, police station and she's like, she's like, I saw the mangler. Right. She's like, I touched. She goes. She goes to uh, Red or <laughs> Clarence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, goes yeah, to Clarence. Yeah. She goes to Goldmember, and she's like, "Look, Mister Boddicker. Mister Bot. Yeah." <laughs> and he's like, "She's like, oh, I saw it. My when my sister touched me, I saw the fucking uh, demon or his yeah. face or whatever." And he's like, "A fucking demon." He's like, "Are you serious? A demon?" And she's like, "Look, I'm telling you, it's a. De- we gotta kill it with this magical sword or some shit." She's like, "I'm gonna bring him in." He's like, "What? Do you- whatever. Go ahead. Go for it." Right. And right. then we get all these scenes of Denny like by herself. Yeah, she's like, dude, just walking around town, seeing couples be happy, and I yeah. guess in the process realizing, eh, who gives a shit? Well, not necessarily who gives a shit, but like Kaz just split, and she didn't think he was coming back. True. True. Um, Which he does. Yeah, he does. And then he tries to like run out real quick when she comes home. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll see you later. And she's like, nah, nah, hold on, hold on. Well, that's with the red balloon, and he's got the rose, and he's trying to sneak out. So like, there's also that motif too, which makes you think that he is, oh yeah, possibly the mangler, even though he's got this because because he has this weird thing where when he turns into the demon, he can't remember what happens. Kind of like a werewolf. Oh, well, right. Even though he's conscious as the demon. He says that when he wakes up the next morning, he can't remember what he did. Yeah, which, you know, obviously plays into the whole plot. So she wants to basically try to make it work. So they head back to their little local haunt at the bar. And they're hanging out there, and Sonya's there. I don't really understand this, but Sonya somehow gets hooked up with fucking Chuck. Well, Sonya's at the bar, and she's trying to figure out who the mangler is. And for whatever reason, she feels bad for Chuck because Chuck's like walking by and he's like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And the lady just looks the other way. He's like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And then they look away. And then fucking uh, he goes up to Sonny. He's like, hey, can I buy you? Oh, shit. It's you. Bye. Uh, yeah. And she's like, wait a second, Chuck. Sit down. You can talk to me or whatever. You're striking out left and right. What the fuck's your problem, you fucking weirdo? And he's like telling her, her fuck his life story. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> so this is my favorite part. Uh, specifically because of the local humor here. Oh yeah, the Philly stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, I mean, Jesus. I, just, I only moved here like a year yeah. ago, but yeah. goddamn, where it's like, uh, you know, a lot of people say they're from Philadelphia, but I was actually born in the city and <laughs> not uh, in the suburbs. Yeah. And what is he? I wrote this down. I have to read this verbatim. <laughs> and, and he follows up. He's like, yeah, you know, we may not have liked our teachers, but at least we didn't shoot them. I'm like, what the fuck? It's so deadpan too. Yeah. It's pretty funny and then we we kind of cut over to uh kaz and denny enjoying themselves yeah well they're kind of reconnecting and trying to figure out what the next step is for the relationship and what they're going to do and then um sonia and chuck come over they're like at the bar they sit down they're like oh i'm finally gonna meet uh kaz and kaz is like oh he turns into the fucking uh the mask uh he turns into a tex avery cartoon because yeah. her fucking tits are out and he's like ho 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 She's like, ah, come on, Kaz. Get a hold of yourself. He's like, wow, you're nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, tits. Oh, my God. What the fuck does he say? <laughs> they, they sit down, and he's like, and they're, like, talking to each other, and, and Ch- Chuck is clearly like, oh, is that your boyfriend? And she's like, yeah, it's my boyfriend. He's like, oh, I've only been calling you for, like, two weeks, <laughs> every day, every hour on the hour. Yeah. So then Kaz is getting all hot and bothered by Sony, and he's like, oh, can I buy you a drink? Uh, tits my pleasure. 
oh my god <laughs> and his fucking eyes are like red yeah 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 and, and they, then, end up, they end up leaving and then Sonya thinks he's the he's the mangler right because she point. sees that because she's, she's the only yeah. one that does and she's the only one who believes it too uh, but yeah they they hit the road and they're, they're, they go back to the apartment but Sonya and Chuck they go to the fucking the, the, the shop to get some weaponry why does she take Chuck to the fucking new age shop to get this sword I think because it's funny to have these characters interact and also, again, plot. Well, I I do think it's funny, like, how we get everybody together to yeah. the last location, which we're going to talk about. But, like, there's no reason for her to, like, do that, except she needs him to go, like, tell the cops or whatever where they're going. Yeah, and so he could be like, oh, wow, are they the dagger of Asmodeus of Demon Slaying? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Impressive. And yeah. I'm like, how do you know what that yeah, is? Yeah. And well, she, does, was, she doesn't even bat a fucking eye. There's a placard on the wall. That's how he knows what it is. Well. And she put, she grabs this fucking, you know, ceremonial dagger and she, she puts it in her pocket <laughs> and she's like, yeah, uh, Chuck, you know, head down to here and I'm going to go here and, uh, you know, meet me here at fi- in 15 minutes. He's like, oh, okay. Throws, her the, throws him the keys. Because Sonia calls Denny and tells her to meet her at her yeah. place. So, so she, she wants she, her to, so she wants her to leave. Exactly. Because she's going to go try to kill Kaz. Exactly. And then this is where we get this fucking it's Pretty smart actually. No it is, but then we get that this makeout session that results in Kaz turning into the demon and then he's fucking char This scene is insane. Yeah, you're right. So what happens is like I guess nobody has ever fucked Cast or like went past him being like a demon turning into a yeah, demon. It's yeah. so like he gets hard, turns into the demon, and they're like, ah, they leave. This time, Denny's like, oh, you're a demon? Let's just do it. I'm going to suck that fucking demon. De- you're going to put that demon seed inside me. And all of a sudden, the demon takes over and goes fucking insane. Then there's like water bottles blowing up, and the picture frames are fucking spinning around, and, and the all crosses this- are turning upside down. All this crazy shit's happening, and the demon takes over, and Go, it's like a, it's like a weird, this weird kind of like exorcist type deal. And it starts turning into different things. So first he goes full demon and he's like charging at. It's like uh, Bob Bull from yeah, fucking Punch Out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like uh, charging at Denny into this fucking brick wall and his head gets like shoved into his shoulders. You look at turtle, and, and, turtle, turtle, turtle. But it's bizarre because you don't you're not expecting it, no. especially in this movie. And you're like, what the fuck? I thought I was watching Drop Dead Fred for a third of a second there. <laughs> oh, we got to do Drop Dead Fred. Um, so he ends up like pulling his head out of his neck and it turns into this fucking like nerd guy. And and Denny's like, what the fuck? And he's like, he's like, hey, Denny, you got any beers in, in the fridge or whatever? Got any cheese balls? Yeah, we were trying to cheese balls. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh no, the date that won't leave. Oh my God, it's great. And then the like, lingerer. Yeah. And then he walks out of the kitchen and now he's like her mother. And she's like, and he's, yeah, it's her, it's her mother. And he, she's like, oh, you, you're never going to find anybody. And like, obviously, here you go, projection of, yeah. of shit that happened as, as a kid and why she is the way she is. Um, and then she goes and like, goes to like attack him. She's like, stop it. And she puts her fucking fists through this guy's or through her mother's face into like peanut butter shit. It looks like when the when uh Steven Dorf crushes his dad's head in the gate and he oh. got the ghoul over his hands. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like all the way down to the fucking elbow. Oh yeah. And then like the, the mother is still talking <laughs> out of the neck while shit's spurting out of it. <laughs> the fucking body's like in the corner with no fucking head and it's like spurting shit out. It's got like the the whippy things like the uh like in the thing. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, you just hear, like, this little voice from inside the neck, like, 
Hey, Danny, it's me, Kaz. I'm inside here. And she like gets real close and looks at it. And this fucking explosion goes off like Looney Tunes and blows her backwards like 10 feet into the couch. It explodes. And then they get up and she's fine. And Kaz is like back to normal, but he's wearing a dress. It's fucking uh, yeah. insane. And then uh, she gets the call from Sonya. Well, oh, she yeah. gets it from Chuck, actually. He's like, well, you finally picked up. Oh, right, right, right. And he's like, yes. Uh, oh, no, it is from Sonya. I'm sorry. No, yeah, yeah. Because Sonya's like, oh, you can come meet me. I need to do something. So she leaves. Yeah. Um, and then Sonya sneaks in the fucking <laughs> the fire, window. The fire escape to kill Kaz. With the knife, yeah. With the dagger, the, the Osmodeus dagger. And he immediately has a fucking boner for this woman. He sees her boobs. He's like, oh, shit. And then he turns into like a fucking caveman with wings. Anyway, so this is where Chuck, you find out Chuck is the fucking mangler because his hand fucking transforms and grabs Denny and he like captures her. And he has a red coat that kind of looks similar when he's running as as uh, Kaz's blazer. Are you sure? 100%. He's got a red jacket on. It looks exactly like the blazer from behind. Oh, kind of, yeah. That's why they keep showing shots of this demon thing going after people with this oh, red jacket. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he does take Denny, but like, Cass sees this happening from like the third story, and he jumps off the fire escape like fucking Superman and grabs onto the top of the cars and <laughs> fucking He grabs onto off. it, he fucking slams on top, and Chuck's like, what the fuck? Um... This, the the way that they get these characters to the finale of the film is pretty fucking great. I mean, Sonya gets on the fucking hood of the car. So, so Denny's passed the fuck out in the passenger seat. Chuck is driving. Sonya's car, by the way. Kaz is jumped onto the hood of the car and is now holding onto it. And now Sonya jumps out onto the car and holds onto the front of it. So, so Chuck is driving this fucking car to, to the end game and everybody's like hanging on for dear life and like having like, you know, uh, uh, you know, like comedy bits in between. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The comedy version of, uh, what was that Tarantino movie on Grindhouse? Oh, Death Proof? Yeah. Like the comedy version of C- Death Proof. Kind of. Like, whoa. Uh, and then like a cop comes up to him because obviously okay so it was like how how do we get fixer to the fucking end game yeah and the cop has fixer like in the back and he picked him up he's like yeah uh your possession of bolt whatever whatever is in the car and then that cop sees them driving on the fucking car it's pretty fucking brilliant to get everybody to the to the end place yeah and then like even though he sees people on top of a vehicle he sideswipes the car I'm like pull over <laughs> it's like what they're having conversations between yeah. each other in the cars. It's pretty funny. And then, like, just basically, they somehow end up in Central Park. No, I, I think they end up at Belvedere Castle. I think that's what. Oh, that is, is that what that's supposed to be? It's okay. a ca- well, it's a castle, first of all. And I was looking it up, and I was like, I was looking up shooting locations. It doesn't say it explicitly, but I'm pretty sure it's Belvedere Castle in New York. Okay, uh, because they crash into a fucking lake and, in like a pond. Yeah, yeah. Sonya's car's fucked. And then, much like Guyver 2, they're having a fight in this water, Sonya <laughs> and Kaz, while Denny's getting trotted off by uh, by, by Chuck. Yeah, she stabs him with the fucking thing in the arm, and she's yeah. like, you didn't die, and he's like, no shit, and that really hurt. <laughs> and then he's like, no, it's Chuck, and she's like, oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, they chase them to this castle, and uh, the cops all kind of get there. And, uh, you know, constantly Chuck, he's like, he's like, I got a bomb. He's got this dynamite and he's like rubbing it all over Denny. It's like all sexual. He's, like, what the hell? He's so fucking weird, man, because we, we like get a better glimpse into like who he is. And he has like a secret lab and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was and weird. He's, and he's like, look, this is my Bible and it like I need new binding. And this is my table and this is my lab. He's, here's my friend Harry. He grabs a dead rat and makes a kisser. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I can't, I can't wait to meet your parents or whatever he says. And yeah. she's like, who 
are you? And he's like, I'm the mangler, dummy. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> but all the cops get there, including Kurtwood Smith. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, uh, you know. Okay, another character that gets introduced late into the film, which is a hilarious little detail, is this sniper. Oh, yeah. This this like playing up the he's joke. He's like, you think you could take him out? And he's yeah. like, yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, really making fun of like, you know, SWAT people. Inept cops, basically. Yeah, because he's like trying to get up to a tree to get a good, uh, you know, sniping position. He keeps fucking falling and breaking his ass. He can't climb the tree. But we have this hilarious effing scene where they can't get into the castle. Well, well, Sonya comes up with a plan that Kaz can just go around the back because he's a fucking demon. And he's like, I can't just do that. Yeah. And she's like, well, what do you need? He's like, I, I need to be mm, aroused. She's like, sex? Yeah. And she's like, oh, honey, I can take care of that. And starts lip locking with him. I'm the fucking expert. Oh and my those fucking God. buzzies just start bouncing and she's fucking tongue kissing this guy. They're fucking in a field. <laughs> they're literally rolling around. Save his girlfriend. They're literally rolling around in a field, and she's feeling. He's feeling her tits up, and she's fucking dry humping his dick. Yeah, I mean, you don't see anything, but it's a lot of implied shit. And there's this hilarious line because uh, Denny sees this happening in the cornfield. Yeah, and she's like, "And that was supposed to be my best friend." And then, like, like you just said, <laughs> they're literally fucking. Like, she's on top of him, riding him, going up and down. Where is the Where is the poltergeist for this? I uh, I mean, it's it's getting shot inside her vagina. <laughs> oh, my God. It's exercising the demon. I mean, hey, again, that Cupid. Let's leave it at that. It's possible. I, I don't think it's Funfetti coming out of that guy. Maybe no. lava. No, he finally, he fully, he, uh, he fully ejaculates. He's got a cigarette, so I think that's the implication. <laughs> even though she never actually takes her pants off on camera. No, it's it was the dry, it was the over the pants hand job kind of thing, but with her vagina. Yeah. Uh, that's what he told Denny, just to kind of like smooth it over a little bit. But yeah, that was raw dog as hell. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, and meanwhile, you got Kurtwood Smith, who's been trying to get in her pants the whole like, movie. He's like, oh, he's just staring at her like, oh shit. And this fucking this cop next to him's like, yeah, get it, you demon. Uh, which which is something I would expect out of like you know knocked up or something, you know something about Mary. But it, being in this film, I was just I had to pause. I was laughing so hard I couldn't <laughs> breathe. I was like, this may talk about the definition of friend zone, and she's not even his friend. Just watching this, he is cucked. He's literally cucked. Straight watching up. Watching a demon Straight up. go to town. <laughs> Boom! Feeling that, you know, going to, you know, up and down. That is some rough shit. In fact, she was getting some rough shit. You know, she know. she you was. Know what I'm saying. Well, maybe that was the whole thing. She could. She wasn't getting him from fucking uh, a Janice there or Phil yeah, yeah, Phil yeah, Janice, yeah. whatever the fuck is Kurtwood Smith. And the literal cherry on top of this whole scene is right after they're done with, the, he's done smoking his cigarette. Oh, man. She's like, okay, let's do it. Let's go. I, I feel fan-fucking-tastic. And then he grows his wings and flies off. This is the greatest, because it's like a miniature, and it just flies off into the into the fucking night. But it looks great. No, it looks awesome. Uh, and she's like, go get him! <laughs> As it drips down her leg. Oh, my God. Uh, it's I, I, she's just got a huge stain on the front I, of her. I mean, she hasn't had a chance to grab a towel or to go sit on a toilet, so it's just going to be in there dripping. I mean, I guess so. I mean, that's how it works if you're not aware. Anyway, so he gets up there and... Uh, you think he's going to save the day, right, Joe? Oh, yeah. And it's funny as hell because he goes up there and... Uh... Oh, wait, real quick. One quick scene I don't yeah. want to forget before we get into this final uh, confrontation. 
So the knife doesn't work on him. So before, you know, him and Sonya go off in the field, she oh. throws it to the side. And there's this hilarious visual of the fixer <laughs> picking it up and just slowly, like, putting, putting it in his jacket. And I'm like, is he stealing that? We find out later that he isn't, but it's just a hilarious I, I shot. Thought, I thought that he needed to be to, to stab Kaz. With right. It. That's what I thought. Anyway. But yeah, so then we get to this climax where now the cops are going in and oh. Cass is up there in full demon form. Oh, it's great. And they're running around the whole fucking thing and like Chuck is like, oh, I can't wait to meet your parents and like, oh, we're going to go out on, on our first date or whatever. And Kaz is up on the fucking roof full demon and the fucking sniper you were talking about before is like looking at him through the scope because he, and he, <laughs> and he goes to shoot Chuck and he's like, oh my God, there's a Pazatsky up there. <laughs> And he jumps out of the tree. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, there, so he, so Chuck's got this fucking dynamite, and Kaz takes it from him. I forgot this. Oh, this killed me too. I, oh, couldn't got, I was it. laughing so fucking hard because I'm telling you, this this is an underrated comedy. Oh, it's classic. great. It's great. I mean, it's not the best, but it's like there's just so many great scenes. It's a ton of fun. So he's got the dynamite, and and so he's like, throw it in the water, and he's like, oh, and he throws it, but he throws it at a fucking cop car, and it explodes. All the fucking cars and fixers like, ha, ha. yeah, he like overshoots it, yeah. like goes over the lake and blows up like six cop cars, and all the cops are like, okay, yeah, the fixer cracks up. Oh, like, yeah. I was dying. I was like, well, they kind of deserved it, <laughs> and he's just like, oh shit, <laughs> and oh, then man. and then Chuck transforms. Yeah, so we finally find out that he is he's also a demon. And Kaz, Kaz like goes after him, and, he's, and he starts laughing at him. And he, then he uses like this fucking Superman breath that like blows him up the the roof. Like, yeah. And apparently he's a Pazotsky too, but like a, an even more powerful one because yeah. he can like shoot shit out of his fingers and stuff. See, that's the thing. Like he he he's like going full Palpatine. Well, yeah, but he like honed his skills. Oh yeah, right. Like as a demon, and he can also change at will, unless he can make his dick hard at will. I don't know. I Based on the way this episode's been going, he probably can. <laughs> so Kaz goes after him, and he f- transforms fully. And he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, you know, he, he's like, oh, I wish BB was here because he's because he zaps him, mm-hmm. and he's turning back into regular Kaz. So he's trying to get hard again or like horny again. So Sonya screaming at him, she's like, she's like, look at my breasts, <laughs> and she's like, I'm not wearing any underwear. Yeah. Oh my god, that was well. Clearly, he knew that already. Well, this is also true. But he's like, oh, I wish BB was here, and he's like, oh, BB, she was great. And but if grandmother sucked, yeah, oh, and you great. find out that like he's a Pazotsky because of the fucking grandmother too. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. And then meanwhile, Denny's just trying to crawl the fuck away. Oh, dude, on, on this like ledge out of like Batman eighty nine. Before we get too far off this, the way that fucking uh, Charles transforms is like he sticks his thumb in his mouth and starts blowing, and his fucking head gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then he explodes into the demon. It's really fucking That's cool. Some Judge Doom shit. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking of Judge Doom, too. <laughs> Do you remember me, Kaz? <laughs> when I killed your brother? Surprise! Oh, we're French kissing. I'm not having any... I don't have any underwear on, and he's... He still can't get it up, right? Yeah, yeah. So Denny gets away, and... It's like the final battle, whatever. But Cass is just himself. He's not a demon. Yeah. So this is when Fixer like throws him the fucking odious, uh, or yeah, as Asmodeus as knife. Asmodeus yeah. knife, and he's like, stab him in the skull. And his his just happens to be on his chest, so he fucking stabs him right in the chest with it. And then he's like, he's like, oh, you stabbed me, son of a bitch. <laughs> and he like throws him across the way, and they grab him. 
And if you notice here, Fixer's like, oh, I got him. Stand back, everybody. I got him. Oh, yeah. So uh, he's like, you did it. You did something noble. You killed the other fucking demon. And uh, he's he's healed, as we find out. Yeah, well, because the, there's the, he talks to Denny, and there's like a big like fucking burst of light, and he's transformed into fucking Beetlejuice's wedding outfit. <laughs> yeah, he gets like a nice tuxedo. Yeah, uh, the Beetlejuice tuxedo. Yeah. It's fucking like maroon with the ruffles and shit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And they walk off. Off to a life of happiness, possibly. Yeah, it's really cool too, because when the when the when the Chuck demon explodes, there's like really good uh, composited like uh, lighting effects, like uh, all the hand done lighting effects and stuff. And like when he pulls the knife out, it's like this oozing fucking hole of like lava blood shit that comes out. That's really neat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they go off into the fucking into the night, and he's like, "I'm cured. This is great." And he's like, "Wait a second. Fixer told me that if you, if I got rid of the demon, it was going to pass into the person that's close to me. And she's like, oh, you mean like right next to you? And he's like, no, 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 no. Not right next to me. Somebody that I love. And he's like, you sure? And then they kiss and she, he like grabs her boob to like turn her on, question mark. And he's well, like, you're fine. And she's like, okay, we can be together now. Well, then they rush home to have hardcore sex probably all night to be perfectly this straight. Is, oh, this is true. But before- they have that look in their eye, that little twinkle in the eye, like, oh, it's going down tonight. <laughs> We cut back to Fixer and like he grows these terrible fucking like CG like like rudimentary CG horns out of composited out of his head and he's like oh I'm really... what the fuck is well, uh, hey baby let's howl uh, yeah because there's this female officer yeah. that they show one other scene previously chasing Kaz around because yeah. he's being a pervert and it's the same woman it's fucking great and she's giving him a hard time and he starts chasing her like <laughs> running at her with these red eyes smiling <laughs> he cannot wait to turn into a demon with like four dicks that are spiked and just go to town on this woman he got an addition three Kaz got stuck with the one this man gets four how do you know well this is trying to pull down his pants and check (laughs) one two (laughs) one for each hole there you go there you go so fixer's now a demon as he always wanted and cue that fucking intimate strangers dude because because we go back to denny's and we get that we order that fucking grand slam baby because they are fucking they they turn that they pull down the shade and they're fucking inserting and happy birthday denny happy birthday indeed Mm. They get they got that funfetti cake, dude. It turned out oh. she finally got it. She finally you know, got she it. She didn't even need a chair rib. She nope. had Denny all along. Mm, there you go. She had Kaz all along. She Excuse had me. she had Denny. she had herself. She had Denny from from uh, Scream Blackula Scream. She came in. Uh, Willis's girlfriend. Weirdly enough, we didn't mention it till literally now, but back to back movies with characters named Denny. Denny. That doesn't happen too often. Bizarre. Uh, Denny of all things. Mm. Um, it was popular in the seventies and eighties. I, I, I guess so. So so yeah. So they're 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 fucking and sucking all night. And then uh, we I I love this because we do the 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 character montage. Yeah, I love this stuff. Eighty staple. I know, but I love it, and and I kind of wish they'd bring it back because it's I don't know. It's fun. We also get a couple different camera angles, which are fun to see. Yeah, like the different takes of them, or yeah. if I, if it's like an outtake or whatever, and and it says their name and stuff and who they played. It's cool. Yeah, and then uh credits and that was it and that's all that's all she wrote i love this movie so much but with that being said yeah i mean where where are we putting this this is definitely a shelf movie and if you don't know what that means i mean we liked it it's good it's going on the damn shelf with all these other movies behind us oh yeah by the way second episode we didn't explain this last time to all you new viewers yeah that's our rating system uh is it in the dumpster or is it on the shelf and sometimes there's an in between, but that's sometimes the, that's there's the an in between, but that's the general, <laughs> and, and there's varying degrees of each. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely in the shelf. Like I said, not the best comedy I ever seen, but when you you know the way it's put together, there's like a laugh a minute, 
Uh, there's very few jokes that I'm like sitting there saying, all right, that didn't work. Yeah. Uh, and again, it, it, it's one of the effing weirdest movies I've ever seen uh, in a good way. <laughs> I and, love how you said effing, but you've been talking about well, cum and dicks and I know, mouths. it's just, you know, in the back of my head, you know, whatever word comes to mind at the, the, the YouTube moment. algorithm. Go yeah, ahead. The, yeah, <laughs> at, at an hour and change into the fucking review. I didn't mean to derail you. No, go. you're good. You're good. Um, there's just a lot to like. The acting's really good, especially for a lot of people, at least in 2022, that are no names. You know, Scott Valentine's in fucking Carnosaur 3. Does that, but does that even mean anything? Well, he was on Family Ties at the time, or uh, before, or a little bit before that. Yeah, but. Which was I, a big show. Sure. Yeah. And I read, like, Michelle Little has, like, retired from acting since then, and I didn't really go deep beyond that. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, like, yeah, the effects are amazing. I mean, you went down the list of people involved, and I'm sure you even left a couple names out. Oh, uh, 100%. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just a really pleasant surprise. And I, I just sit here, like, I know you probably think about this a little more than I do. Uh, but I, I was just sitting there thinking, man, if you were in the theater seeing this when this came out, like how more relatable this would have been. Probably. But but sitting here, you know, 40 years later, which is hurts me to even say. Uh, I am not 40. This no, movie... no, no. I'm saying since it came out. Yeah, this movie came out in 1987. Oh, I thought it was it's earlier. 34 my, my, my years, 34 years Sorry. old. Sorry. Jesus you're... Christ. This fucking guy's trying to put me in an early grave. Joe's Dorian Gray painting upstairs just melted. But I guess my point is, you know, it holds up really well. And uh, I, if you haven't seen this, it might be a little hard to find. Again, it's, it is. You can rent it if you want. And maybe that DVD yeah. if you want to spend a little bread. I'm sorry. I don't have any bread with me. I highly recommend this one. And if you can find it, definitely check it out. Uh, pleasant surprise. Probably one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time, to be really honest with you. <laughs> Uh, dude, shelf for sure. I mean, it was on the shelf. Anyway, <laughs> that's where you got it. It was right there, but uh. now it's up there, and it's not here where it should be for the episode. But anyway, yeah, it's just it, I've been I've been thinking about this movie a lot, and it was the perfect time to pull the trigger on this. And it was just one of those things where it was like it's got great special effects, it's got great writing, it's shot really well. It and it, like Sean said, it's it's just super fucking funny, and it really it really works. Everything about it shouldn't work, but everything does, and that's when you get that fucking like lightning in a bottle kind of stuff, you know? Um, is it the best comedy ever? No, not by a long shot. But it's super fucking enjoyable, and it's got that '80s fucking stink all over it that I love, and it's, it exudes it, you know, with your fucking dime store uh, 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 tears for fears <laughs> band, yeah, um, doing doing all the music in this. Um, again, the effects are just like top notch, like, and it's so fun the way that they're implemented because it's never it's never like egregious in a way where we're doing it just to do it, yeah, like it's very. Uh, strategized how how they unfold in the film you know what I mean um and that fucking that apartment scene where his fucking head goes into his shoulders and his head blows off and the fucking get punched in like it it that's worth price of admission alone um it's just a ton of fun and it's the, and, and it, it it is truly you know what it is? It's truly one of those movies, like, is why we do this oh, show. I was literally, as you're talking, I didn't want to interrupt, because yeah. I know how that is when you're giving your final thought. Yeah. You know, there's just so many movies that we've covered yeah. that fit that, but yeah, you're right. This one immediately comes to mind of, like, how do more people have not know about yeah, this, this, you know? This, this is one of those, this is one of those hidden gems that we always try to dig out for you, because I know that a majority of people haven't seen this. Again, there's going to be folks that have seen this movie or at least heard of it, um, especially in the circle, or if you, you're into uh, low-budget movies or B-movies or 80s movies, whatever, but... 
I think this slips under a lot of people's radar. Um, and again, it's put out by New Line Cinema too, yeah. which I thought, which was strange to me that it hasn't got a proper like release or Blu-ray or whatever. Because it's only, I think there's only that DVD copy, and it's and it's out of print. I think. Mm. Which is a shame because I would love to buy a Blu-ray copy today. I, I I think it deserves it. So it would be cool for for them to release it or if, again, like a Vinegar Syndrome or a Severn or something. Put it out. I mean, they release some stuff that I'm surprised that they put out before other things, and it's usually like really really obscure shit. This isn't that obscure in terms of those kinds of movies. Yeah. But the majority of people haven't seen it. And again, like I said, you know. I was very excited to bring it to the table, not only for you to see it, but to show every you know the audience uh, that hasn't experienced it. Um, but again, like get your hands on it if you haven't seen it for sure. If you're a fan of '80s comedies, any '80s rom coms with fucking monster shit in it, <laughs> you can't beat it. You can't beat it. You it, really it has a little can't. something. It has a little something for everybody in this. Um, uh, the social commentary alone just oh. is is worth. Like, you know, you said it already, but price of admission. Oh, no. Yeah, the social commentary on this is insane, especially, like, dealing with uh, so many different levels of yeah. things from from relationships to uh, uh, authority, self-image, authority, uh, uh, the, the rape stigma, all that kind yeah. of thing. Um, like, topics that would be heavy in any other film, but they make, like, they don't make light of these heavy subjects, but they treat them in a way that is effective in, a, in, in for the film satirical yes and exactly. satirical doesn't necessarily mean that they're being made fun of in a way to negate them no it, it's a way to talk about them in a you know i mean they're making fun of the whole idea you of, should know what the fuck satire uh, yeah, is yeah yeah but it's that you know just on the base level denny situation that yeah. she's just someone that falls for all the wrong people and falls in love a little too fast and you know i'm sure everyone at home is he know someone or maybe is possibly that person so it's just funny to really just you know satirize like you're saying that yeah. concept and then all these other concepts throughout the film and it's just really effective oh 100% this might be a stretch but it it's like listening to Elliot Smith right okay because it's incredibly sad depressing music but presented in a happy way I could see that. Do you yeah, see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. Uh, it brings me back to my high school days of listening <laughs> to a lot of emo music. <laughs> I was I question mark. I don't know. I was just trying to relate, Joe. Don't don't assassinate me. I was I, I'm not assassinating you. I'm saying like it does it with a laugh in, yeah, no, in, yeah, in the movie, yeah. but they are serious things. That emo and they music do was not doing it with a laugh. No, no. <laughs> sure, it was not. It's it's just a weird. It's and it's just all around fucking weird. Scott yeah. Valentine is like insane in this movie, and his performance is fucking great. And everybody, everybody's comedic timing is on point. Oh, like yeah. even Sonya too, I think is she's is, great. Is very funny again. Like she gets fucked by a demon, and her first thing after that is like, "Go get him, pal!" Like, yeah. oh my, like what? It's just weird. It's but wacky. The guy who plays Chuck uh, is oh. funny as hell, um, and he he plays his role like perfectly. It's a great time. It's it's just a really fun time, and especially and again, it's on Amazon. Fire it up. I think it's like two dollars because it's like SD. Oh oh, maybe maybe it's even cheaper than I thought. Uh, yeah, or three bucks or some shit like that. Like, and it's cup of coffee, and it's prime time. To watch this film, especially during the holiday, you got your you got your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your whatever's uh, significant others or whatever's your dog maybe your dog your cat uh, no Rocco That's that was right. the joke Rocco said, the dog we'll get back to that later and then I forgot where oh, she, she lets him sleep on the couch and she said you remind me of Rocco and he's like who she's yeah. like never mind so we got it in there yeah well there you go uh, fire it up especially now uh, find it and check it out uh, you won't be disappointed and if you are disappointed. Maybe there's something wrong with you, you know, 
And uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> check, all- it, check it out for yourself and see if you like it. You no, know how yeah. that goes with our show. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, some other Valentine's Day content we have coming. Oh, man. We got we got a smorgasbord. Uh, we have that book to the movie. We got a box of chocolates. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we actually know what's in it, though. We know what we're going to get. Oh, yeah. You you fucking took a bite of all of them. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, That's yeah. coconut and that's caramel. I mean, it's kind of a layered joke on some level because, like, we don't know what we're going to get, but we also know what we're going to get because we don't know what Smith's going to say about the book, but, like, we know what's in the movie. It's it, yeah. Again, it's an onion. So this is, like, your two-parter, right? This yeah. is kind of, or your your, your, your two-part Valentine's Day yeah. event. Double feature. Double feature, if you will. Even though they're separated by several days. Well, yeah. Uh, but it's leading into one another. Yes. And then uh, after that, at the end of the month, we have some more things coming. We got that Blackenstein watch along for patrons over patreon.com slash movie dumpster for five and ten tiers. And uh, you can net yourself uh, if you're on that five or ten. Not only do you get the commentary tracks and watch alongs and that black that Blackenstein watch along, but you get uh, you get a sticker pack and a, and, a, and a air freshener for five. But if you go for ten, you get a fucking enamel pin that glows in the dark, a T-shirt, uh, a sticker pack and, and that air freshener. Yeah. So you get a little uh, some extra perks uh, and you're supporting the show. Yes. And you're getting and you're getting the live watch alongs and the commentary tracks and the mini sods. Yeah. And, and the junk yeah. mails that we didn't mention on the last episode. That's true. Junk- send send us your junk. <laughs> Junk mails. We have one uh, that's coming out at some point. We recorded. It should be out by it might, now. It might even be out by the time it, this this by the time this drops. It'll definitely be okay, out. Okay, it'll so be way have, out. Well, that and that's on the two dollar tier and above, yeah. along with uh, mini sods. And we got one coming. You may have uh, heard about it by now. That's right. Um, let's break that. We didn't. We haven't. We didn't talk about that last time. But for the two dollar tier on Patreon, you get the mini sods and you get the junk mails. Yes. And uh, not bad. No, you know? not at all. Less than a cup of coffee. Yeah. It was like a mozzarella stick, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you don't get some marinara with it, but you get the stick. Uh, a month, though. Yes. It's two bucks a month, yes. not a week or a day. Exactly. Know? You'll never miss it. No. And all the old stuff's always there, so uh, come on in and you'll have plenty to play with. Well, that's two, five, or ten. You get access to the back catalog of whatever's open to you on the, each of those tiers, yep. too. So don't forget that. There's a wealth of content that's already yes. up for you to jump right into. And uh, as always, if you uh, could do us a favor, head over to wherever you listen to this or watched it. Give us a like, maybe subscribe, uh, write a review if you got time, because it does really help the show out and uh, get more people to listen to it. We got to get some more dumpster dwellers in here. Yeah, please. You know, it's getting full, but it's, you know, the, the dumpster gets bigger every, every day, every month, every year. It's it's growing. It's like the TARDIS. It doesn't look too big from the outside, but inside it's, it's gigantic. Yeah, so there's yeah. a whole universe in here. The galaxy's on Orion's belt, or in this case, in the dumpster, okay? It, it's on John Hurt's belt, I this think. Is, well, this is true. Another notch in his belt, and that's, and that's for mm-hmm. sure, in this universe. And please, before you jump out of here, hit that like button down there and subscribe. And again, if you subscribe, you'll, you'll know when these videos are coming out, and we don't even have to tell you. It'll just pop up on your phone, and so you can hit the premiere if that's that's something you like to do or watch it later. And like Sean said, if you if you go leave us a five star review um, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, that's awesome, too, because there's also an audio version of this show uh, for those of you cats who like to listen to podcasts instead of watch videos. Right. Um, and Spotify has implemented their new rating system. So definitely go over to if you're a Spotify listener, hit that five star on there, would you? Or Stitcher, too. Wherever, wherever you can rate your show, do us a favor and just hit it. It's right there. It takes two seconds. And and just one last thing. I, I don't know if I have to say this or I feel like maybe I should say it. If this is like your first episode, we have like four years of uh, yeah. audio content out there. It's on YouTube. It's on all the podcast platforms that Joe just listed. So 
check it out. Yeah. There's again, there's four years worth of content, both bonus and public. Yes. Uh, so, but this is uh, again our second foray into the into the video world. So we're very excited to keep going with this. Um, and we hope you're enjoying the show. And uh, the only thing I would say is watch out for that cherub. I mean, it tastes very good, but you know, not everybody's into that. You might just, have you might have a sore throat at the end of the night, but I mean, is it worth it? Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so that's it. That's My Demon Lover from 1987, directed by Charlie Loventhal. I'm Joe Lascola. And I'm Sean O'Rourke. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. 